1: Today's tip is from Julie Slater. Julie grew up in Germany where she took dressage and jumping lessons like most other horse crazy kids in her neighborhood. But when she came to the United States and as an adult, she discovered ranch work and has been working for ranches and helping others improve their riding skills ever since. Today, Julie offers some great advice on stopping and managing expectations. And we'll get right to our tip after this message from IPHDA. International Performance Horse Development Association, or IPHDA, is an online horse association providing its members educational opportunities and virtual horse shows in a wide range of classes, from ranch work to reining to barrel racing. IPHDA even offers in-hand classes, so there's something for everyone. It's easy and fun to enter classes, too. No long drives to the horse show grounds, no hotels. No scrambling to schedule sitters while you're away. Members simply sign up for classes and submit their video according to the class's specifications. Like a live horse show, you'll compete with others, get judges' feedback, and win prizes. You can learn more at InternetHorseShow.com. That's InternetHorseShow.com.
0: Well, this is just about shopping for a general using horse. First of all, the things that you don't you, you don't want to expect from your general using horse in a stop. So, but um, what you don't want to expect from a general using horse is you don't want to you know you don't want to look at the reiner stops and say, oh yeah, I wish my horse would stop like that. Because it's not going to happen. Number one, the rainers have manicured ground. It is, you know, a certain amount deep, and it's, there's a base underneath, and these horses can have special shoes. And um, you cannot, if, you're, if you've got your barefoot little backyard horse, you know, there's just no way in the world that you're ever going to develop a rainer-type slide. So you know, put that out of your head, Um Instead, focus on what you can expect from your horse. Um, so the things that you can expect from your horse is you can expect an obedient shutdown of motion. Now, you do want that to be on the hind end, and you don't want, you want your horse to go ahead and use his hind end. But again, if you're going to go ahead and take your horse out into, the, into a pasture or into a you know, trail site uh, type setting, and you're going to go nine o, and then you're going to go ahead and want him to shut all that motion down within the next stride or two, you are going to set your horse up for failure. So don't do that. Um, if you're going to go, your you stop is pretty much on your general using horse, your stop is speed-related. We want to have a shutdown of motion, and we want to have it as fast as possible. If it takes your horse three strides to do this, and he does it in balance, and he does it well. Um, then that is a success. That is not a failure. If you are going to go nine o and then decide to shut down all motion, and you want him to do this in one stride, then you're going to have to be prepared for your horse to slide, and to um, have a little bit of give everywhere that he goes, because you know logically and physically with physical motion, he cannot do that without introducing a little bit of size. So you're going to have to go ahead and and, and have some parameters of what you want your horse to do. Now, let's go back to the general using horse. If we are at a walk and you say, whoa, and it takes your horse three strides to whoa out of a walk, then that's a miss. That's not a stop. That's a that's a slowdown.
1: <laughs> that's a to, that's a drift to a halt. Whenever I get around a to it, drift to a halt. You know, yeah, <laughs> and hopefully everybody's going to four feet
0: are on the ground. Maybe okay, maybe now. Yeah, all right. Yeah, no, that's a miss. You are at a walk, and you say, "Whoa!" Your horse needs to shut it down. And I mean, yesterday. And you need to have those kind of expectations there for your horse, because I know I'm one of those trainers that really I remember pretty much every every stage of learning that I was in at one point or another. I remember being a new horse owner, and I remember learning to ride. And, I, you know, I remember some of the mistakes that I made as I went through my training process and learning how to re- train. And, and this is one of the things that came in. Well, you know, she wasn't ready, or, you know, she wasn't paying attention, or she wasn't doing this, or she wasn't doing that, or she wasn't balanced. No. You're at a walk. You're a nice, fast, solid walk. You want your horse to stop. It does not take any physical bending over backwards for your horse to shut it down in less than one stride out of a walk. When you say whoa and you put the you know put the rain actions and all that into motion, she can shut it down now. So that's you those are some things that you need to get clear in your mind. Um, because I find that my, my clients, my students, they don't really have that clear in their mind. And so they will let their horses be as unclear in their stops as they are in their mind. hmm So let's go on to a trot. And again, if you're even if your horse is a fast, spanking trot, you're, there's not anything that he, as a woe, a complete woe out of a fast, spanking trot is not something that he cannot perform. He is fine. So if you are going to be trotting at a fairly good speed, and you decide to shut her down and, and to put the woe on. This is the time when we're going to start working, worrying about where that stop is coming from. It's got to come from the hind end. Out of the walk, you know, it's it's really hard to tell whether your horse is using his hind end or not because um, there's just a lot of you know there's just four feet that are doing the propulsion type motion and and the rock of the stop. It's it's a little harder to tell where you know how your horse is going to stop. But out of the trot. It's very easy for a novice horse person to tell whether or not your horse is going to stop from the hind end. Um, and so what is that? Help. Sorry,
1: help? <laughs> help. Uh, what would I be looking for? I'm, I'm Joe the novice who's never ridden a reigning horse, but I certainly know what they look like, and I think it's really cool. Um, what might be a couple of things that I'm going to look for? other, I mean, feel for, because I'm sitting on the horse, that are going to indicate to me that we are getting some semblance of that correct stop coming from the hind end from the trot. Just a couple, because I know there's lots, thing, but a couple of them.
0: The, the really, you know, the really most obvious thing and the, the hardest thing to finally get to leave is, um, the most obvious thing is if your horse is not using his hind end, he's going to be using his front end. If he's going to be using his front end, he's also going to be using his head and neck. So if your horse is m- moseying along at a trot and you ask him for a woe and the first reaction you get out of your horse is he's going to jack his head up in the air, you can pretty much bet that he's not using his hind end. Because if he's not using his hind end, he's going to be using his front. If you are not sure whether or not your horse is using your hind end, look at his hip. If he's, if he's jacking that head up in the air when he wants to stop, then he's not using his hind end. So how do you get into quit using, how do you get him to start using the hind end? And we're just talking about a stop from a trot, okay? Got it. So I, I have actually started doing something different. You stop and you trot right away. Stop, go a different direction. You don't uh-huh. want to stop and go forward after the stop. You can stop. And your horse even stops, even if he just does what you tell him to do, whether it is a correct stop or an incorrect stop, you know, if you are at a spanking and trot and you say, whoa, and in the next step, in the next step says four feet of his are on the ground, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Pet him, say, that's a good thing. Thank you. You did what I asked you to do. But then instead of getting that forward motion introduced again, and you know the high, the front end working again. Get that hind end to working by turning, and i and not just a little bit turn, at least 90 degrees. And, and then the next tip that we'll do, we'll, we'll talk about turning 180 degrees. But um, turning, turning right then and there. Get that front end moving. Let's just not imagine this at, at all in the arena. You know, for for the next tip, we'll talk about something where you actually are going to need a fence. But um, let's not talk about offense or any kind of help, because even a stop, most everything in writing is is is, um, is involved with forward motion. So even even in its own little way, a stop has forward motion in it. And if you talk in dressage, dressage is called a halt because it is a halt of all forward motion. So that's. Um, when we're talking when we're talking to stop we want you know all four feet on the ground and in size, we actually want that horse to be ready to go forward again and in, in raining and in the most western disciplines we don't we want that horse to be ready to do whatever we want him to do so but let's 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 go back to you know say we're on the trail um, even in, on the trail you can go ahead and turn ninety degrees and and it's not necessarily so much as trying to keep your hind end in place as making that front end move. The more, if your horse is not using his front end, if you take his front end away, he will start using his hind end. So instead of worrying about what the hind end is doing, forget the hind end. It's going to fix itself. Make that front end move, and that hind end will work. Do you understand mm-hmm.
1: that? Got it.
0: So... That's why I start doing using the turn. It's a lot easier for a novice or intermediate rider to make that front end to move. Now, there's problems with that, too, but probably not as many problems as making them concentrate on that hind end and then forgetting everything else, forgetting, forgetting all the correctness. I am a huge believer in making my own horse's body fix its own self. I don't, well, you know, the less I got to do to make my horse act correctly, the more my horse is going to learn. So if I, I'm going to, I'm going to use motion to stop, fix the stop.
1: <laughs> that sounds like a practical idea to me. That's a great idea, just to help the horse help himself.
0: Yeah, but, and, and I have found that the more I ask my horse to move, the more he comes together and the more he uh, he has muscle and coordination to do, to do the moving that I ask him to do. Basically, practice is perfect. You are going to be on the basketball court and you're going to start learning how to play basketball in the next 30 minutes. Well, that's probably not going to work all that great. But if you are still doing it 30 minutes a day for a month, at the end of the month, you're going to be a lot better. Practice makes perfect for horses too. The more you build muscle and the more you build coordination, the better your horse is going to be able to do
1: what you ask him to do. Wow, that's a whole—that's a whole lot of stuff in less than fifteen minutes, Julie. Um, I appreciate—I <laughs> appreciate you coming on, and and this is great because by the horse I ride, I'm, I'm going to be able to have a lot of fun with this because the horse I ride um, before I got him in his little life, he was a Western horse that had a very small amount of training in the the uh, rodeo sports so he has some small inkling of how to stop properly but i don't so uh this will be a lot of fun for me to work with it and to to use this exercise of using the stop into a turn as something to help us build our skills up a little bit and uh tell our listeners where they can find out more about julie slater and perhaps contact you if they have questions
0: um, my, I'm Julie Slater, and I train people using the Internet. Um, I do online lessons. I do Skype lessons, where you can dial into Skype and, um, you know, have a, have a right there type of lesson. Um, SlaterHorseTraining.com, and that's just the way it's spelled, slater HorseTraining.com is where you can get a hold of me and find my phone number and all that. And um, check out the lesson packages that I've got up there. So I hope, I hope to see you guys soon. And then, of course, I'm on Facebook, either, you know, privately under Julie Slater. And then Slater Horse Training is on Facebook, too.
1: And that's a wrap. To listen to more tips on everything from barn care to websites for horse people, just go to horsetipdaily.com and look for the Topics drop-down menu on the left. And don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of the IPHDA Online Horse Horse Show Association and so much more. You can find them online at IPHDA.com.